would like to welcome everybody to the first episode of whatever we're going to call this podcast because I'm professional and I didn't come up with the name. Is that going to be the full title? Yes. Cool. I'm going to have that in quotes. Um, Perfect. I don't even know. We never really discussed if we're going to talk about like the same thing every time. Like, if we're going to have, like, a general theme or if we're just going to wing it every time, I guess we just screw it and we can just wing it. Screw it and just wing it. And we can just talk about whatever we want. And uh, since we both like video... Well, I should introduce myself. Hi, I'm Kevin. Who are you? Whoever you want me to be. You're my, you're my lovely girlfriend, Katie. Then I'm Katie. Yay, hi, Katie. Hi. Hi. We're finally doing this podcast. We've been talking about doing this forever, and I didn't have time or the equipment, but now I have both. So here we go. Uh, we're going to probably keep this one relatively short just because we. I mainly just want to get this out and experiment and see how this is going to go. Plus, I need to figure out my podcast hosting website and stuff like that. But, hey, Katie. Yes. Do you like Sega? Do you even have to ask me that question? Well, I know the answer, but to everybody listening, do you like Sega? Yes. Okay. Do you know the Japanese magazine Famitsu? I know of it. So, um, it is like a big... I'm pretty sure it's a gaming-only magazine, mm -hmm. but it's like Japan's big gaming magazine. Okay. Uh, so, we have pretty probably going to be the only topic I'm going to talk about today... From Japanese technology journalist Zenji Nishikawa hinted at a huge scoop during a live stream on YouTube. Uh, it's going to be um, the scoop is going to be on we uh, Weekly Famitsu, June 4th issue, which is going to be three days from now, uh, at the time of recording at least. So I'm just going to read his whole thing, and then I actually have some extra articles, and we can brainstorm ideas. So, uh, what's his name again? Zenji, that's right. Zenji says, My column in next week's issue of Famitsu is crazy. I got a huge scoop. It's a world premiere article. And it's exclusive. It may not be Neki or Weekly Bushun. I'm assuming those are like other magazines or something, I guess. But if you want to know if it's a scoop that big, it totally is. It's a scoop from a game company that everybody loves. An insane scoop. Last year, Wired got the exclusive story on PlayStation 5, right? Other media didn't. It's that level of a scoop. <gasps> I interviewed a certain company's executive and technical staff. It's really revolutionary. Really, it's a revolution. It'll be in Famitsu next Thursday. I already sent in my manuscript, so the proofs are being made now. It's a scoop on a level that when the story comes out, other media will make a fuss to their company like, why didn't you let us cover it? Maybe people will say, who was the first one to break that story? It was Zenji Nishikawa, right? It's a scoop as major as the PS5 scoop. I just wanted to say that in advance. Uh, I can't say anything more about it here, but it's okay for me to tease it. I was told that's okay to do so at various meetings, blah, blah, blah. And then apparently at one point after this, he name dropped Sega, mm -hmm. but like he didn't mean to. So then uh -huh. YouTube comments were like, oh, Sega? Wait, what? So he responded by saying, oh, did I say Sega? Then it's Sega. Whoops. Whoopsies. So when you hear giant scoop, like PlayStation 5 article level of scoop, what does your brain think? 
Like, what what do you go to immediately? Um, that it's a console. <laughs> like that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. Especially if you're gonna compare it to, hey, Sega has this thing, and it's this big scoop, and it's revolutionary, and it's gonna be massive, like the PS Five. The little Sega fanboy in me is like, oh, cool. Is it like a new home console or something? Apparently, it's not a Dreamcast 2. Yeah, but... It could uh, still be something else. I mean, it's not the Dreamcast 2, but that doesn't mean it's not a console. It's just, if it is a console, it's not the Dreamcast 2. Like, I really... That's what I'm taking that as. Yeah. Like, I want it to be a new system. Like, even handheld, like, anything. I mean... Look, ever, like, since the Dreamcast was a thing, like, since it came out, I feel like there have been, like, theories and... Uh, As I look at a picture of the Dreamcast. Theories and, like, <laughs> wishful thinking, I guess. Yeah. That Sega was like, yeah, we're not doing consoles anymore. Except just kidding, we are. So I, <laughs> you know, I mean, they they shoot down rumors all the time, I'm sure, about that, but... Uh, whatever is coming out, it's got to be a big deal. And I mean, isn't next year like their 60th anniversary or something? Or is it this year? I believe it was the next year, I believe. Wait, no, hold on. Uh, I think it was actually this year. So, that's a pretty big deal. It is. That would be a pretty big deal. Like, I mean, you got to do something crazy for your 60th anniversary. You, like, you have to. Um... So, like, I don't know, I, I get the feeling that, or maybe I'm having some wishful thinking here, but, like, I hope it is a console, because that'd be pretty sweet. Like, I I wish it was a new console, just because it would be really cool to have, like, another, like, another name out there besides just... The same three. Yeah, and, like, I'll be perfectly honest, and this is going to piss off a lot of people, but, like, YOLO, um... You have the big three with consoles, but I really only seriously consider two of them. Which ones? <laughs> Nintendo and Sony. I like the original. I love the original Xbox. It's one of my favorite systems. And the 360, when it the first couple years, like 2005 to like 2009 ish, was pretty cool. And then Microsoft kind of changed their focus from oh let's make like. I remember it was 2008, I think, or like 2007. They announced like Fable 2 uh, in the West tells Vesperia was going to be only on the 360 and like Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey and uh, a new Katamari game and like all this stuff that was only on the 360 and it was cool. Mm -hmm. And then they changed tactics and they're like, oh yeah, now basically we're just going to buy games so they're not on, so they're not like PlayStation exclusive. So instead of making like, the next really big, cool game, they're like, oh, yeah, you can play Final Fantasy Thirteen on Xbox. Oh, you can play Tekken. Oh, you can get early access to Call of Duty downloadable maps. Ooh, buy Xbox. See, I appreciate stuff like that on one hand because having to buy each console to play console-exclusive games gets really expensive. Yeah. Um. So, you know, being able to just buy one and play whatever games you want is really appealing for somebody who is poor and sad, but, like me, but, and me. um, what? And me. Shh, I'm poorer. But anyway, um. Oh, I'm sadder. <laughs> 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 but, 
There's also something really exciting about getting a console exclusively for one game. Like, okay, I was never big on Xbox mm-hmm. when I was younger. Yeah. We mostly had Sega and Nintendo when I was a kid. And then um, I got a PS2 in middle school because I got really into Dance Dance Revolution. So I got it for that. But then I was like, oh, look, there's other games I can play. Oh, my gosh. And I played those. Um, I just imagine, like, little young you going to, like, games, like, EB games at the time, probably. And just going, like, oh, my God, there's more. Look at all this stuff. (laughs) There's more? (gasps) Oh, my goodness. My mind was blown. But, um... (laughs) I never found a reason to get an Xbox. Like, I, I just... I was like, I'm just going to play Sonic and Mario and, like, random PS2 games and be fine with that. Yeah. Um, But uh, in the ancient times of 2011, when I graduated from high school, um, I actually... I got really into the Tales games because you mentioned Tales of Vesperia, mm-hmm. and that's actually the reason I bought an Xbox 360. I got it for, like, 100 bucks. Like, oh, yeah. there's a sale going on, and I said, well... At least I'll get to play that game. And there were a few others I played, but, like... You mainly got it for Tales. Yeah, like, I got it just for that one game. Like, that was the reason I got it. Yeah. And, like, I played it, you know, like, with other games, but... It was exciting, because I I got the console so I could play that game. Yeah. It's like, um... Switching, actually, to Sony. Um... So... Before I got my PS3, I had a 360, like a lot of people in my high school class everybody had an xbox 360 and everybody played in 2006 we were all into like you know online shooters so everybody played tom clancy's rainbow six vegas the first gears of war and i think call of duty 3 and those are like the big xbox live multiplayer games it's like we go to school we come home we play those games online and then i took a look on a website at some like ps3 news that came out because uh back then the ps3 was really unpopular and everybody hated it because <laughs> it was expensive when the ps3 came out it was the ch- two models one was five hundred dollars one was six hundred dollars okay so but you really wanted the six hundred dollar system because the five hundred dollar system didn't have wi-fi Okay. <laughs> so you basically were going to spend $600 on a game system that didn't really have many games of interest when it came out. A brand new online service that was nowhere as good as Xbox Live. Okay. And it could play PS2 games, but uh, it actually had a bunch of issues. So it was like, why am I going to spend 600 bucks on this piece of crap? Then, then one day, Sony announced a slew of games. And then me... Being like a poor high school kid, I took a look and I'm like, holy crap, like, look at all this stuff coming out. And the game, like, so I wanted a PS3 for a bunch of games, but the one that told me, like, okay, I need to get it, was actually Uncharted Drake's Fortune, which you never played the Uncharted games, right? Um, I have not. No. Well, we're going to fix that. Okay. We're going to play them. Because the first one, from what I recall, didn't age ultra well. But it's still, like, it's good enough that you can still play it. Two and three are still legitimately really, really good. And then four on the PS4 is just, like, incredible. But, um, anyway, uh, yeah, so, like, I like exclusive games because it's, like, it's cool knowing when you have Naughty Dog working on Last of Us 2 
and they're making the game only for like one specific system, they're going to push it to like the absolute limit. So like when Last of Us 2 comes out and oh my god, it's June, so the game's coming out in like two weeks. <gasps> so we can finally play it. Like it's gonna be like mind blowing. And then in July they have like a, like that Ghost of Tsushima game or whatever. And then they're probably focusing on the PS5. But anyway. Anywho. Anywho. I liked the original Xbox a lot. Because now Microsoft can basically say, oh, hey, here's a new Halo. Here's a new Forza racing game. Here's a new Gears. Oh, uh, uh, crap, what do we do? Uh, here's a new Halo. Oh, oh now what do they want? Uh, here's a new Forza. And they just keep kind of doing the same cycle. But the original Xbox, they didn't have that luxury. So they just kept making game after game after game. We'll find something they like eventually. We'll find something they like eventually. And one of the interesting things, and this is a heck of a segue, they made a deal with Sega to get a whole bunch of Sega games. Sega. Ages. So they got like Crazy Taxi 3, which was only on the Xbox, Gun Valkyrie, uh, eventually Sonic Heroes came out, um, oh my God. Uh, Jet Set Radio Future, I think there was a House of the Dead game, like Toe Jam and Earl three they're like a bunch of like sega oh the otogi games or otagi i never actually learned how you pronounced it but like they made a bunch of games you could oh and the panzer dragoon orta that one is great too like a bunch of games you could only play on the xbox okay so like i always associated the xbox with being like a spiritual successor to the dreamcast and rumor there was a rumor that Apparently, Sega and Microsoft were in talks of making the Xbox compatible with Dreamcast games. Really? When was that? Like, before the original Xbox came out. Okay. So, the rumor was Sega was like, yeah, we think it'd be really, really cool if the Xbox could play, like, Dreamcast games. And Microsoft was apparently interested, but then talks fell through when... Sega was like, you know, we made Dreamcast games that could go online, like Fantasy Star Online, and we would want you to continue that. And then Microsoft's like, nope, we're using Xbox Live. So, like, the talks fell through, but potentially the Xbox could have also played Dreamcast games. That would have been really cool. That would have been sick. Uh, so the reason I'm talking about Xbox, as much as I want to believe it's a new system, I'm not sure about that. But it leads me to this point. When you say you're referring to... The Sega announcement. Okay, just to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I didn't explain myself clearly. So this was a picture that we're not 100% sure if this is, like, leaked and true, if it's fake. Okay. But this is a picture of the Xbox Game Studios logo and Sega. It was going to be during E3... And it was apparently going to be a big announcement between Microsoft and Sega. But E3 got canceled because of COVID-19. So uh, this isn't happening anymore. At least we don't think it is. Or maybe they're going to do it digitally. But this is scheduled for June 14th. So apparently they had a big thing planned. And that got me thinking. What if the announcement is not a new system? What if it's Sega having an exclusive partnership or merging with a company like Microsoft. Okay. Because Microsoft has been struggling to have any success in Japan since the X the first Xbox came out. They it it's like well established that the Xbox is a joke in Japan pretty much. And Yeah, doesn't Xbox uh 
Xbox. Doesn't Japan like hate the Xbox? They hate the Xbox for a whole slew of reasons. And fun fact, I actually submitted a panel uh, of a quest to do a panel for Anime Next to talk about this exact topic because it's actually I find it very fascinating. Uh, there's a whole magnitude of reasons why it failed. Some of it was just like a bunch of bullcrap where it's like nothing Microsoft could do about it, and then some of it was like American and like American ignorance. America. Which thankfully Microsoft now is not what they used to be, thankfully. Um, but it got me thinking: what would be, you have? Brand new system coming out this year, releasing worldwide. We are assuming in November, including Japan. So what would be a good way to tell Japan you're serious if you have a Japanese company like Sega working with you to make stuff just for your system? Also, our cat is outside and meowed at the door. If you hear weird screaming, that's our cat. I think that was Noodle. It was Noodle. Noodle is our cat. Noodle. The cat. He doesn't like to be alone. He is fat and named Noodle after carbs. Although, ironically, that's not why he's named Noodle. No, he's actually named Noodle because he rubs up against your legs to, you know, show affection and such. And in the process, he loses the ability to hold himself up on his legs. They become like noodles and he just like leans against you for support. And it's adorable. I remember when I when I went to tell my parents, like, oh, we, we're changing our cat's name from Chestnut to Noodle. Mom's like, oh, okay. And the dad's like, what? Why? And then when we explained it, he was like, oh, okay, cool. But everyone, everyone reacts that way. They're like, why Noodle? And then they meet him and see what he does. And then they're like, oh. The name is perfect and he is perfect as well. And oh I won't God. kill anyone for him. He is my little ball of sunshine in this dark, dark world. And I love him. Big ball of sunshine. Yes, I'll, big. Maybe I'll throw in a If this goes on YouTube, I'll throw a picture of it. But, um, whatever. Uh, Not whatever. That is our son. We can talk. We have plenty of time to talk about cats. Our son. Our son, the cat. Oh my god. It's what a medical if, miracle. What if we had, what if we change his name again? So it's like Big the Cat, it's like Noodle the Cat. Oh my like, god. Like his actual name is Noodle the Cat. We go to the vet and they're like, oh yeah, we're just calling for a follow-up checkup with uh, Noodle the Cat. And we're like, that damn right. No, they'll be like, oh, uh, wanted to schedule something for Noodle. I'm like, excuse me, that's not his name. It's Noodle the Cat. Get it right. Um... <laughs> So basically, uh, going back to the topic, though, I guess that's really my theory. It's maybe them working with Microsoft or potentially someone else. But then this is another interesting thing, which could add to my point or take away. I just read this actually earlier today. Okay. So there is a, um, is there a name of this festival? What is it? Um, I probably should have gotten this. Oh, yeah. So, Sega of America will be making an appearance at a digital game festival called the Guerrilla Collective. So, it is happening two days after their big announcement they have okay. with Famitsu. So, they're going to have this big announcement on June 4th, apparently, at Famitsu. And then two days later, they're going to be in this festival showing games. Well... So what if... What if it's not a console then, but, like, a game? But, like, a, a game that's a big deal, like, like, uh... And then if it's if it's something that's revolutionary, if it was a game that was supposed to be, like, revolutionary, what would it, like, what would it be? It's not going to be Fantasy Star, because they released... We finally got Fantasy Star Online 2. 
So, like, it's not that. I mean... Dianic? I, I mean, it, like, maybe it's them bringing back stuff that has been, like, buried for, like, forever. Like, a new Nights into Dreams game. That would be cool. Skies of Arcadia. Like, stuff that they don't do anything with ever. I mean, like, you know, Knights isn't completely dead. Like, Knights is uh, Shining, featured in other games. Shining Force. I think that's a, that's a nice old-school Genesis RPG. Maybe they'll remake a stall. Ooh, that would be cool. They won't remake a stall. They probably won't. But, but I wish they would. Um, what if they're going to make those uh, Clockwork Knight games that they canceled that were supposed to be on the GameCube oh or something? <laughs> well, were those actual Sega games? What do you mean with those? Like, like, did Sega make them or did uh, another company make them? I will check right now. To the internet. Dun, 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 dun. Clockwork Knight. It was published by Sega and developed by Sega. You know what? I bet that's it. The revolutionary announcement. Clockwork Knight 3. Exclusively for the Wii U. Good night. <laughs> it's going to be for the Wii U. No, it's going to be for the Dreamcast. For the Dreamcast 2. Yes, the Dreamcast 2 that's coming out, obviously. Oh, yeah. And, um, and, uh, and the Wii U. You no, know, but I'll bet you it's going to be a Sonic game. So then would you want a yes. brand... Okay. Would you want a brand new, from the ground up, brand new Sonic game? Or would you want, in the style of, like... Final Fantasy 7 Crash Bandicoot remake of like the adventure games. Um <laughs> Oh my god, stop. Um I could do I could go for both, honestly. I mean Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 are like two of my favorite games ever. As much um, as I complain about them, I was on Steam looking up Sonic stuff. So Look, like... I am a huge Sonic fan. I did the whole getting all 180 emblems in Sonic Adventure 2. It's a nightmare, I but wish, I did it. I wish I did. I have the dedication. I don't. I have the power to do this. I don't have I don't have the talent. It was not easy and it was not fun sometimes, but I did it. Anyway, I would love a crazy remake, update everything. I want DLC for the Chow Gardens. I want Chow Gardens. Give me the Chow Gardens. I just want the Chow Gardens. Give me that as a game. Do you know if they were to make, whether it was just like a full-scale remake or like a whole new adventure, like three or whatever, mm -hmm. everybody has a phone. They could totally have a Chow Garden app like Pokemon Go. Yes. Where as you walk, you walk like with your Chow and yes. other people have Chow. You interact with them after COVID-19 is done and it's like social, it's like okay to go outside and do stuff, you can level up your chow, send it to like the cloud, use your chow in the chow garden, in the game. Sega, listen I to this. would pay actual human money for this. Free content. Take my ideas. And I Take my money. I will give you the money to do the thing. I, I just want the thing. I don't have a wallet. Uh, I just kind of have my phone. So like, I'm not going to throw my phone, but I will take this cash. I'm going to throw this $25. Actually, no, I'm going to have to pick it up, so I'm not going to throw it. But I will brush the microphone. That is $25 to $35 that Sega can take. I will give you all of the money. 
I don't have much in my wallet, but I will give it. No, but like that's a really good idea. And also, um, there were there were like official character chow. I mean, I don't want to say official, but like you could make a chow that looks like knights. Yeah. And you could make a Sonic chow. You could make a Shadow chow. You could make you could get a Tails chow if you had. I think it was Fantasy Star. Online one and two for the GameCube. Which we do. We still got to do that. Yes. I always wanted a Tails Chow and now I can do it. But like they could update that. They could add so many more Chow. They could, they could, they could do so many things with that. And they could expand like, so I always confuse the games because I know Adventure 2 on the Dreamcast had less Chow stuff than Adventure 2 Battle. So Adventure 2 Battle had what? It was the races, the karate. Yeah. Yeah, then, Adventure 2 Battle had like the chow races and the chow karate, which you had to do to get all the emblems. Yeah, and then you had like the black market, the school, and all that stuff. Yeah, so they they did have some of that stuff in, in um, Sonic Adventure DX, like the one on the GameCube. Yeah. Um, but I... I feel like it was easier to access everything in Adventure 2 because most of it was all in one place and it was like kind of intuitive. Adventure 2 had a much better Chow Garden. But imagine what you could do now. Like, you could, like, if they really went all in on this, like, mobile Chow Garden thing where you could have, like, Chow Go because I'm unoriginal. I can't think of anything besides Pokemon Go. So you have, like, that whole crazy Chow mobile app I was just talking about. Then you take that exact Chow, you put it in your Sonic Adventure 3 game. That, imagine having like online races. So you're not just going against like AI, you're going against people's Chow that maybe they breeded. Maybe you could like get items to customize your Chow to make them look more like individual or like whatever. You could release like cosmetic downloadable content packs for that stuff so you could have a chow race with like how many chows were in the races like 12 eight eight okay so you could have like eight maybe up to 12 or whatever like online people so you could have like eight or 12 individual unique chow and i'm just like they could so expand the stuff and it'd be so cool and then they could go extra nuts and make it cross play so you could have the game on like switch xbox and like playstation so you could have, like, this guy's playing with their unique Chow on the PS5, and this person's on the Xbox One, and you could just have, like, this crazy cross-system Chow community. Mm-hmm. And that would be awesome. And I feel like I'm more, I'd be more excited for, like, a Chow thing, <laughs> because that's all I'm talking about. It's just like, oh my god, Chow. But what if that's the revolution? What if that's the revolutionary announcement? It's just all Chows. I mean, I'm I'd in. be fine with that. I'm in. Also, I'd be down for Vector Man. <laughs> um, but I also think it might be a Sonic game, the the revolutionary announcement. Yeah. Um, because Sonic's 30th anniversary is next year, and we haven't had, um, like an official, like full main story Sonic game in a couple of years. So I, I think 2017 with Forces. So. Was that out in 2017? We'll check the interwebs. But we should I... fact check before we say these things. We should. But I'm pretty... Oh god, my keyboard's probably gonna be very loud. 
It was Forces, uh, November 7th, 2017. Okay, so we haven't had one since then. So, I feel like it's going to have something to do with Sonic on some level, or related to Sonic for the first 30th anniversary. Um, especially because we haven't heard anything about a new game yet, so it could be a, an announcement for a game coming out next year. Yeah. Um... I'd be okay with a with a remake, but it, it would have to be of like a very important game to the series, like something significant. Like, okay, this would be crazy, but like if they did a remake of like Sonic Adventure one and two, that would be awesome. Or if they took like Sonic three and Knuckles and remade that as like a three D game, something like that would be insane. That would be interesting. But if they did an original game. They can't cut corners and they can't half-ass it because I feel like the Sonic games have gone downhill, at least, um, you know, in the past several years. Yeah. You know, th things happen, jobs are rushed, stuff's changed at the last minute, I get it, nothing's ever going to be perfect, but I, I, I don't get the same enjoyment in the newer Sonic games as I did in the ones when I was a kid. And it's not just a nostalgia factor. Like, I feel like the, the controls are lacking. Um, the, to me, the voice acting is fine. Um, the story's fine, but I can't really enjoy a story if I can't enjoy the gameplay. Like, I'm just going to keep struggling to continue playing and continue on when I get stuck on the same level and I can't get past it because the controls are wonky or I keep glitching and flying off into the abyss and and dying every time i do something what i noticed is so you had sonic adventure one and two then heroes which i can't speak too much about heroes because i've only played a little bit of it and the version i did have access to was the xbox version and turns out the gamecube one is the one you want so i didn't i have it yeah so now i can play it yes but like i uh, did not have like the correct version to have um but then like after that you had sonic 06 which everybody knows about it. actually after that you had shadow the hedgehog yes and then sonic 06 you did and i also never played shadow the hedgehog i have it for the gamecube so from what i could gather the game was okay it was okay i feel like i i had to grow to enjoy it like it wasn't my favorite when it first came out because i was like I thought it was cool that you could play a shadow um, and that it was about shadow and like kind of explored his, his origins, but the guns threw me off. Pew, 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 pew. Um, what I did like about those games that came out between the GameCube release of like Sonic Adventure 2 and Sonic Adventure DX and Shadow the Hedgehog was that a lot of those games had this like continuity and this lore that developed um and that that continued um throughout those games so like you know sonic battle even uh was released on the game boy advance during that time and it referenced things that happened in uh sonic adventure one like i think there was a i haven't played the game in years but i think there was a robot um not emerald like a, a robot you encounter robot during your story that looked like Gamma from Sonic Adventure 1. And I think you saw Chaos. Like in his like Chaos Zero form. 
and could like fight him. Um, and it referenced things that happened in, in Sonic Adventure. And I thought that was really cool. And like, you know, it kind of added like different places to like the, the, the towns and the cities that the games took place in. Um, and I thought that was really, really cool. And what I liked about Sonic Heroes was, you know, at the end of Sonic Adventure 2, spoiler alert, Shadow dies. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry if I ruined that for you. Oh, no. I've, I've beaten the game like a couple dozen times, probably. Then shut up, peasant. So, <laughs> um. Who cares if I only got D grades in all the levels? I, failure. I still beat I still beat it. Failure. I was making He's, a face. He was sticking his tongue out at me. Very mature. Very adult. <laughs> um. But, um, you know, in Sonic Heroes, Shadow doesn't remember anything, and you're kind of the Team Dark's running around trying to like figure stuff out, whatever. And then at the end, Team Dark finds a room full of clones of Shadow in a stasis chamber type thing. Like they're all like frozen and waiting to be birthed or activated or whatever, and. It brings up the question, like, is that the real Shadow or is he just another one of those clones? And then Shadow the Hedgehog comes out and explores the question of, like, who is Shadow? Like, where did Shadow come from? Is this the real Shadow? Is this a clone? Where did the real Shadow come from? Like, what what are the origins of this ultimate life form? And I thought that was really cool that they kept continuing with the same lore and story. And it wasn't just, like, individual new, like... Uh, stories it was all like a continuation of the same thing and we were just like learning about these characters so much and i thought that was really cool that like these characters were growing and evolving and we're learning so much about them and then sonic 06 happened yeah and uh so sonic 06 was supposed to be their reboot and it kind of explained why it turned out how it did basically sonic team had a hard deadline to get the game out by christmas they were developing the game for the 360, which was new. It was a new system back then, so like they had to learn how to develop for this new hardware. And then Sony announced the PS3, and the PlayStation 3 was a pain in the ass to develop for. Like there's this one video. I it won't get too technical, but let's say you wanted to create. It will get technical. This is how technical it's gonna get. If you were to create a program to display text on a screen. On the Xbox 360, mm-hmm. you can create a program using about five to, I think, eight lines of code. Okay. And it'll display whatever text you want. Okay. On the PlayStation 3 to do the same exact thing, it took about 122 lines of code. Why? That's where it gets all technical and that goes above my head even. But basically, it's just the way the PlayStation 3 hardware was designed. Sony was like, the PS3 is going to be the most advanced thing in the world, and once you can harness it, you can do incredible things, like The Last of Us. The problem was, when it came out in 2006, nobody knew what the heck they were doing. Which is understandable. I mean, it's, yeah. it's brand new. How are you going to know how to work on something that's brand new? <laughs> Let alone something that's so fundamentally different than everything you've ever done in the past. And, like, you know, people like to, to you know, rag on Sega for the abomination of Sonic 06, and, you know, people will probably argue, yeah, but, like, if they're making it for that, they should know. If you're making a game for it, you should know how to do it. But, like, 
they're human beings and they're not perfect and they did the best they could oh. i honestly believe oh yeah and it wasn't even just sega because um a lot of games bayonetta was like you know bayonetta is like a it's like a cult classic game at this point i guess i wouldn't say it's big it's not like a huge game but it definitely has its cult status following okay and the ps3 version was kind of screwed up fallout 3 on the ps3 was kind of screwed up at least when it first came out um valve released a game called the orange box it was basically a collection of half-life 2 portal team fortress 2 the ps3 version is infamous for how bad it is so it's not just like sega like everybody was tripped up by the ps3 okay for like the first two even more understandable then yeah so like people can go lol sega but i'm like no it was ea it was valve ubisoft everybody messed up everybody unless you were sony sony was the only one that could figure it out because they made it then everybody else had issues um so basically sonic team had instead of all the time to learn systems they knew they had a hard deadline to completely fundamentally make a whole new game new engine new everything on two systems one of which is fundamentally different how to get it done by christmas and they had one team to do it and then sega was like oh by the way can you make a game for the wii and they were just like no so that's how secret rings happened i think a different set of people ended up working on the secret rings and the team that was working on sonic 06 got split i believe got split in half half working on 360 half working on ps3 so the whole thing was just management screwed sonic 06 but then after that they every time they released a new game they completely changed how the games were because then i think it was sonic unleashed next and then i think i don't remember the exact order but then i think it was like sonic colors sonic colors came out in like 2010 then maybe it was generations then colors no 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 it was after after sonic unleashed it was probably sonic and the black knight that was fundamentally completely different and then then it would have been sonic colors and then generations right and then um um lost world yes and then sonic boom we're not going to talk about that right Which now. Sega, I don't want to get into that right now. Sega also is responsible for that mistake. That's an abomination. But then they did... Um, I want to bring yeah. up... I'm sorry, go ahead and then I'll... No, I was going to say, but then after Sonic Boom, if I'm correct, then they did Sonic Forces, which was... We need to continue playing, but my thought of that was basically this game is solid, but it kind of plays itself. I will say, though, the plot is very... Similar to a fanfic idea I came up with in, like, 2011, so... Sega planted things in your house and was listening to you. They were, they were um, like, bugging my email or something and, like, <laughs> taking the info out of the emails I was writing it in. You, you wrote an email and I... then there was, like, a little Sega bot and was just, I gotta go fast. Yeah. I write fanfics in my email and leave them in my drafts so I can work on them wherever I am instead of having to, like send files because i forget all the time the sega deep net is always watching but we're not here to talk about my terrible fan fiction anyway um can we edit all of that out i can yeah i can i can edit this part out too now i'll let them listen but anyway <laughs> um 
I will say that Sonic 06 has a lot of promise. If anything, I would actually... And people are going to... I feel like people are going to hate me for this, but I would actually love to see a remake of Sonic 06. Um, because the music I thought was phenomenal. I'm a big fan of the music from that game. I really liked the open world, like the hub world. Um, the story from what I've experienced was really interesting. And I feel like also gave a lot of opportunity for them to have like continued with like the, the Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2, like lore, but like also bring in lore from like other parts of their world or like you know, whatever's happening. I think if the game was playable, we could have enjoyed the story. Like what I was saying earlier, I can't enjoy a game. I can't enjoy the story of a game if I can't enjoy playing it because I can't yeah. advance the story if I can't get through a level. And I think that's where the downfall was. If, if the gameplay worked, people would be ragging on it a lot less. And that's actually funny we're talking about that because I played that demo like 10 minutes before we started recording this. And I guess it's called Project 06. And from what I know, it is one guy who basically is taking Sonic 06, porting it to the computer, to like a whole new engine and all this crazy stuff. And the little bit I played... Like, when you played Sonic 06, within, like, 10 seconds, you're just like, oh, something is not right with this. Like, at all. And when I played the demo, you could tell it was Sonic 06, because it didn't feel like Adventure 1 or 2. But it also wasn't like, ooh, my body is telling me this is not good. Like, I got through the level. I didn't die from any, like, stupid things. I didn't fall through the levels. Like <laughs> You died from your own lack of skill. Actually, I don't think I died in... You, did I? No, you did die once. You fell in the water. Oh, yeah, because that was that was me being dumb. That's right. But, like, again, that was me. So, like, there was a little bit of... Like, <laughs> it's not you, it's me. It's not you, it's, it's me. It's, it's totally me. I'm sad. Um, Like, there was a little bit of jank, but... Cons the, the jankiness. <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard that? No! What well, is that? So, like, if a game is, like, a little clunky or it doesn't feel right, you can go, like, like if you don't want to say clunky, some people may just say, like, janky. What does that mean? I don't know. It's just a thing I've heard and I've just, <laughs> I've just picked it up. I don't know what that means. So, like... Oh, my God. I've just, I've just officially adopted it into my vocabulary now. So, like, you can feel some of that, like, clunk. <laughs> the jank. <laughs> you can feel some of that jank. Oh, my God from sonic 06 in it because it is sonic 06 but it's like that's my new favorite word now yeah so that's why i like using it because it's it's perfect i also want to say that while we're talking i'm learning how to knit a hat you are very good at multitasking you can, i should get an award for that yeah you can knit and talk about sega no sonic. learn to knit learn and you're learning how to do podcasts too this is my first podcast hey hey, hey. Um, but yeah, it would be interesting to see Sonic 06, like, if it could be fully fleshed out. I would also be really curious how Sonic Boom would have been if Sega didn't do the dumb stuff they did. Like, if they let... 
Because it was originally apparently going to be a 360 and PS3 game. Because do you know the PC game Crisis? No, actually, I don't. Okay, let me pull up a screenshot of Crisis 3 and then. Nope. Sonic Boom. Rise of Lyric. No, not Season 3. Although, from what I do know of the show, it's actually kind of funny. Um. Ba 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 ba. Ba, 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 ba. Let's see. Okay. So uh, it was originally supposed to be a PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 game. But then they made a deal with Nintendo, and then the company had to make this game on a significantly weaker system. So they were kind of like, oh, crap. Which probably explains some of the technical issues they had. Oh, no. Okay. So here's a picture of Sonic <laughs> Boom. Yeah, the, the knuckles. You, I, I, you can never get. I can't. I, I've seen this a million times, but I can't get over knuckles. You know, it's funny because they all look kind of weird, but you can kind of get used to them. But knuckles, it's like, what, what the heck? Also, why are they all bandaged up? Like they don't have gloves; they just have bandages. They're edgy now. Ooh, they're so edgy. Sonic but the Edgehog. You see how like ugly the game is. And, like, the game is uglier than, like, Sonic. I mean, I think the background is pretty. It, it, kinda. But, like, I... I I'm also I, sitting further away from the screen than you are. I, I'm being, from a technical standpoint, like, technically, it's, like, I think Sonic Colors is, like, a better looking game. Oh, Sonic Colors is so pretty. And Sonic Generations is way better looking. So, I'm going to show you a PC game now called okay. Crisis. So, look at this. This is using Sonic Boom is using the same graphics engine as this game. Well then why does Sonic Boom look like that but this looks like this? Because the Wii U cannot do stuff like this. But then why'd they put it on the Wii U? It was originally a 360 PS3 game and then Sega and Nintendo made a deal to get exclusive Sonic games. So when the Ooh, Olympic they games, messed up Sonic Lost World and then Sonic Boom. So oh, Sonic no. Boom which was going to be on the 360 and PS3 which couldn't quite pull this off, but it could at least get somewhat close to it. So it was going to be on stronger systems. And apparently the games were going to be like, you know, more fleshed out, more features, more focused on exploration and storyline. And then Sega was like, oh, yeah, uh, now I have to put this on a weaker system. Oh, and uh, you have to release it by this time. Oh, and you have to tie it to this TV show now. So, like, okay, bye. And you have to destroy everyone's childhood and everything they love. And you have to fuck up Knuckles. Although, I will say, I've seen, like, one or two episodes and some clips from Sonic Boom. The show itself is funny. I I think. Like, I I actually kind of enjoyed what I saw. I just don't think the games were very good i do i remember watching like a compilation of the show on youtube where it was like the show being self-aware and making fun of itself and sonic and sonic came over and was like hey guys look what i got i was like oh is that like the sequel to that video game and tells us like oh yeah that was really good but it really went downhill after this one they're like yeah once it went to 3d they were never really so good and they all just kind of stood there awkwardly because they were totally referencing Sonic. And I'm just like, I like that kind of humor. So the show apparently was very good. But like, so Sega also really, really, because again, this is, this is how I mean, Sonic Boom looks. And I, 
<laughs> I mean, but it also looks like a Sonic game. It does. Yeah. But but uh, I, I mean, I I will be honest and completely fair. I've never played Sonic Boom, but I've watched enough videos to know that I don't want to. Oh. Anyway, what? I was going to say, do you want to play it? Oh, we're going to play it. Okay. I don't want to, but we're going to. Okay. But. um, And we're going to play Sonic 06. And I got it for the I got it for both systems. I have it for the 360. I have it for the 360 and the PS3. And Ooh. the PS3 version is the one you want to play because it is definitely the worst one. Oh, okay. So if you're gonna go Sonic 06, you gotta go uh, see, all in. I only have the 360 version because when I graduated from high school, I didn't really have a job or money at the time, so yeah. I was like, well, um, you know, I was still at home and whatever, and. I was like, I'll just get what I can get. And, you know, Sonic 06 was cheap. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, I never played it, so I'll play it. I didn't get the PS3 until, um, like, 2015. Because yeah. there was, like, a huge bundle and it was on sale. And a whole bunch of Tales games were, like, exclusive to the PS3. Yeah, like Grace's Symphonia. The remaster, I should say. Yeah, no, I had Symphonia for the GameCube, but... um, Zestiria. Well, yeah, Zestiria I had gotten... Um, Zelia 1 and 2. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there's, there's a whole bunch of them. Yeah. So I was like, well, I should get it. So I did. Um... But yeah, I still didn't get very far in Sonic 06 on the 360 because it was uh, challenging. Meanwhile, um... this guy beat the game because in order to beat a glitchy game, you got to think like a glitch. I've never been more attracted to you than I am right now. (laughs) 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 Um, No, but I I will say uh, I find there are redeeming qualities of Sonic 06. Like, I like the music. I, I find the story really interesting because I do know generally what happens in the game, even though I didn't play it. Mm-hmm. There is something about Sonic Boom that is just completely unappealing to me. I don't I don't really know the music. Like, I have no interest in knowing Sonic Boom. That's the thing. Like, I had interest in Sonic 06 and I made attempts at it. No attempt for Sonic Boom. I'm not interested. At first, I was like, why? When they redesigned the characters, I'm not... I don't really care about the redesign so much because it's like, okay, it's just for those games. Like, it's just that, like, they diverged there and it's like its own separate thing and like, fine, whatever. Yeah. But like, I've, I've watched videos where like, there's like weird glitches and stuff. Like, nothing makes sense. Like, nothing actually makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And. It's great. Did, did that get worse? Like ratings and scores and stuff than Sonic 06? We will be able to find out. But I uh, do know Sonic Boom is the worst selling in the series. Like, maybe I'm making judgments and I should give it a chance. But there is just something about Sonic Boom that is, like, not appealing to me whatsoever. Like, I have tried every Sonic game I can get my hands on, given them a chance. I can find redeeming qualities, even if it's, like, you know, not the fan favorite, I guess. Not super popular. But Sonic Boom is just... I can't. I don't don't know. I just can't. So Sonic... Sonic 06, you can play the game and go like, you know what? If they clean- <laughs> if I could actually play it, if, this would be great. If they could clean this up, if they could clean this up, if they really expanded on this stuff, you could see the you could see it. Sonic Boom, literally, it's basically just a shell. It's a barely functioning shell, and it makes you you go like, if everything was perfect, maybe it would be fun, maybe. But you play no- nothing in the game 
like Sonic 06, you can play parts and go like, hey, this seems like this could be potentially decent, maybe. Sonic Boom, literally not nothing in it is fun. Not <laughs> not a single thing is fun. And so real quick, uh, I looked up on the website Metacritic, which gets like reviews from like all the different places. Right. So it they use up to 100%. Okay. So 1 to 100%. Sonic 06 has an overall Metacritic average of 46%. Amazing. Sonic Boom, 32. <laughs> so Sonic Boom is pretty significantly worsely, like, rated worse than Sonic 06. But Sonic 06 is... <coughs> <coughs> Cough. Sonic 06 is, like, the one that everybody loves to make fun of. But if you put them side to side, Sonic Boom is way worse. Plus, do you know about the Knuckles glitch in Sonic Boom? Probably. Okay, so... Because the game is so incredibly unfinished. So, I, if I remember correctly, Knuckles, you could do a double jump. And then you hit a button and he does, like, a nosedive. So, if you hit the button to do the nosedive, immediately pause the game, and then unpause, it resets knuckles like jump cycle okay so you basically jump jump start to dive pause unpause you can jump twice again so you can just okay so you can just like go infinitely jumping you can infinitely jump and people like the first two days of the game coming out people managed to beat the game in one hour because they could literally just jump so high they would just skip whole sections of the game they'd skip cutscenes. they'd My skip God. levels <laughs> Like, if you're supposed to do... Those all, animals. If you're supposed to do these, like, stupid quests to unlock a door, you could just jump over the door and just continue. And Game Grumps, those videos of them playing it. Okay. And Aaron, maybe after this, maybe when we're done, I'll show you. Okay. And he was just like, I don't really like this, and I'm just going to glitch because it's funny. And he would just <laughs> jump, and he, he ended up... There was this one level where they were supposed to enter this level... Like, going through this one path, like, pathway. The game's like, you need to go through this way. But because they did this crazy glitch, they came through a totally different way and the game wasn't prepared for it. <laughs> so, they're basically just standing on, like, blue emptiness. And they're just like, where the hell do we go? And then the walking, and then the whole environment just loaded. So, they're just walking around, and then all of a sudden, everything loaded. Like, oh my god, what? <laughs> Why? Because the game was just like, oh, like, uh... I don't know what's going... Oh, God, they're here. Oh, God. Oh, God. And then they, like... <laughs> it just loaded, and it was broken, and, like, it, it's funny. But, like... Anyway, Sonic Boom is worse. Uh, <laughs> Long story short, it's terrible. The revolutionary... Getting back to the topic, before we hang this up, the revolutionary news. Sega... They're and remaking Sonic Boom. <laughs> Sega and Microsoft are going to announce a exclusive partnership or a merger, and... Xbox Series X, day one, you're going to have Halo Infinite, and the second flagship title is going to be the 4K HD remake of Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric, exclusive to Xbox Series X. I'll bet you five bucks that's it. And uh, what are you going to do with the five dollars once they give them to you? <laughs> Buy more yarn. I could probably go for like a sandwich from Wawa. Ooh, I'm hungry. We should go get Wendy's. I want Jersey Mike's. 
They're closed right now. I know. I'm staring at the clock and it's 9.51 and I'm like, I really got to get to bed by like, at least it, like the, for like another hour I could stay up maybe. Then I got to go to bed. But then I'm like, but Wawa. I mean, you know, I know it's not the time of year, but I wish Wawa had the gobbler. Wait, don't they sometimes have the gobbler now? They do sometimes. Maybe I can just add ingredients to make the gobbler. Oh, so uh, before we, before I'm done recording, I'm going to plug my friend's podcast real quick. Uh, Posts and Pints. It's just like a soccer podcast. The reason I'm bringing it up to you, Katie, is it's a Kyle, Kyle Myers, and other people who go to the Red Bull games. Ooh, name-dropping people. Ooh, name-dropping. And um, they had an interesting debate in one of the last episodes, and I was actually like in stitches because it actually got kind of heated. And they got into a debate, and it was basically split right down the middle because there's five guys on the podcast. Two of them were just like, Wendy's is clearly better. Kyle and somebody else were like, you're on crack. Sheets is clearly better. And then the you fifth... can't compare Wendy's and Sheets. No, I'm sorry, not Wendy's. Did I say Wendy's and me Wawa. Oh, you, well then, yeah, Sheets is better. You, you mentioned you mentioned Wendy's, so I was thinking Wendy's. No, I, I I meant Wawa. Sheets is better. It is. I said Wawa because we live like five minutes away from one, but like Sheets is, she, Sheets is my Lord and Savior, because I want you to tell me where else you can go to gas up your car, and while you're waiting, you can get a cheeseburger with chili. And mozzarella sticks on it. I heard Wawa was like supposed to be adding like burgers and fries and stuff to their menu, but then I also heard from someone that they weren't. It wasn't being received well. Like they were actually really bad. Every place online I read that talked about Wawa burgers and fries, every single thing was just like, "This is not good." <laughs> this is the opposite of good. People say that like Wawa subs are like where it's at. Now and- Jersey Mike's is better. Jersey Mike's is definitely better, and actually Kyle hates Wawa because he's just like, listen, Wawa used to be great. And oh, it used to be phenomenal, but it went downhill. And see, I, okay, do you know the little Puerto Rican restaurant down the road here, going towards like the PetSmart? It's on the left-hand side? The one on the way to like the McDonald's yeah. and the... Oh, yeah, the one we pass all the time that I always point out. That used to be a Wawa when I was a little wee kid. Really? That was a Wawa. Like, I... I couldn't have been past like second grade we should try that place we should i'm curious about it it's but like, good. so that used to be a wawa and then it went away and then i never saw wawa again for like a decade plus um so i had this really long gap where i didn't have wawa and when i did go as a kid that um my mom would take me and my brother when we were kids my brother would get uh the chip witch ice cream sandwiches was it the rainbow ones or the regular ones i think you get the rainbow the rainbow ones were the best i think you get that and i would always get the drumstick ice cream cones so like we never got like freshly made subs i don't even know if they did that in like the mid 90s but um so i can't speak for wawa's quality like 2010 2011 i don't know it was Uh, good because i used to eat there all the time in 2010 i like their food now but everybody almost everybody says it's not as good sheets is clearly better i want to go to sheets over there Oh. We I will w- someday. I want to go to Allentown so we can go to Sheets and then go to Second Charles and then maybe we could find a cheap copy of Sonic Boom. Absolutely. Oh, also, they actually made Sonic Boom for the 3DS. Like, not Rise of Lyric. Like, 
a different one, I think, called, like, Fire and Ice or something like that. And apparently it was... Isn't that a brand of... Yes. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway. Mm. You know what? I, pro- <laughs> I probably got the name wrong. <laughs> Whoa. Let's see. Uh... I'm so sorry. My laugh is terrible. No, it's not. It's perfect. Um, okay, so Sonic Boom... Sonic Boom, yes. Why is this so confusing? Okay, so Shattered Crystal, that was the 3DS one that came out the same day. Yeah, okay, Fire and Ice. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not crazy. Sonic Boom, Fire and Ice. Oh, okay. I'm not crazy. Okay. Okay, I'll correct myself. I am crazy, but not about this. I am right about this one. And what's even funny about it, this came out in 2016. So this came out like after everybody's like, okay, Sonic Boom is a failure, and they're like, maybe they thought they could save it. More Sonic Boom, although it got it actually got like seven, so it actually got like decent reviews. Maybe that's the one we should try. Maybe. No, we should try the bad one first. It got mixed reviews. It was seen as an improvement over Rise of Lyric and Shattered Crystal, but let's be real, we we want Rise of Lyric because that's the Wii U one. That's the that's the Sonic Boom. I know the announcement. Really off topic. Yeah. I know the announcement. I guess it's not off topic, but I know it's not going to be about a new Knights game, like I mentioned earlier. But I would really love a new Knights game. Okay, you know what? Last thing we'll do, for real, before we hang this up. If you had to pick, it doesn't, I guess, necessarily have to be Sega, but if you had to pick three franchises or five, if you have five that have been like basically dead that you want to see like come back what would they be uh and when i mean dead i mean like nothing official like no games shows for books. how long i would say for like, at least close to a decade okay um so Nights into Dreams. Mm. Does that count if Nights is like sometimes seen in like Sonic games and other things? I would count it because like yeah, basically Nights has been boiled down to oh, cameos. Cam like the most recent example of Nights I could think of was oh, Nights was a character in I think the first Sonic and Sega All-Star Racing. And then Nights I think waves the flag in All-Star Racing Transformed. And I'm like, that's Knights. So I want another Knights game because I love the first one. I actually love the second one a lot. Um, and you said it doesn't have to be Sega? It doesn't have to be. Diddy Kong Racing. Ooh, that would be. Because that is where it's at. That is... I was never great at Mario Kart, but I kick ass at Diddy Kong Racing. Um... You've seen it. You know. Oh, yeah. You know what's up. I feel like I'm competent at Diddy Kong Racing, but yeah, if I were to go head-to-head to you, I would get destroyed. Oh, I found my old N64 and my two controllers. Ooh, I know what we're going to play. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was either. Um, I meant to say all right, like Quagmire from Family Guy, but I forgot it was all right. And I went, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know. Uh, well, those two, um, 
Normally I would say Puyo, but Puyo actually has had games released in America, so I can't say Puyo anymore. Tetris and even Champions. Yeah, because I used to like sit there and go on Wikipedia and see what games were released and go, why isn't it here? Yeah, Puyo Puyo Tetris is... Insane. I'm awful at Tetris. Like, I'm probably the worst Tetris player in the goddamn planet, but I love Puyo. So much. So much. And I'm not comparing myself to you. Because I remember it was uh, you, me, and our friend Mike. And <laughs> I think it was like Thanksgiving? I think so. And I think I beat you like two or three times in a row. And then he was like, oh, okay. Okay. And then you rained hellfire. And then nobody could stop I you. I beat you in like two seconds. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, that's how it is? Hmm, cool. And then you just... Yeah, I don't like losing. That much of my friend Brian, uh, he would always, we would play Smash, like, every once in a while. And then I'd be like, Brian was really good at it, and I was not. And then I think he would go easy on me at first. And then he'd be like, you know, you're really not that bad at Smash. And I'm like, oh, Brian, thanks, but, you know, I'm not great. Then, like, I actually beat him once or twice. He's like, oh, wow, see, yeah, you're pretty okay. So then he tried to take it a bit more seriously, and then I beat him again. And then he gave me this glance, and he's like, oh. It's fucking on. And then he just, he just like unleashed, like he unleashed pure unadulterated hatred until he destroyed me, not beat me. He had to destroy me. Then he did. He's like, okay, that's better. Like even when um, ultimate came out, mm -hmm. uh, the classic mode, I think it is. It's like you select your difficulty, like one through five. And then as you beat, go through the adventure mode, the difficulty goes up. Okay. So the first time I did the adventure mode, I think the difficulty for me ended at like 9.3, which is really high because the highest I think is 9.9 .9 or 10. So I actually did really, really good. I sent it to Brian and then he just responded like, shit. And then he didn't respond for like 20 minutes. Then he sent me a picture where he beat me and had like a 9.4 on his difficulty. He's like, that's better. And I'm like, damn, he's one competitive Son of a bitch. And then I could never I could never get back to nine point three or whatever I had. Like I had that one time and then I lost all my skill. But I can play as Banjo kazooie so I'm fine and I don't care. Another game I would say is Monkey Island, because I know they released Oh, they gotta do that. They released um I think up to the fourth game on Steam and I know they had like the, the like remakes yeah. several years ago. Um and Tales of Monkey Island came out in like 2009, I think, or I think it was, I think it was 2009. I think so. And um, I would love a new Monkey Island game or some news about it. Good news, good news about it. So so far, Diddy Kong Racing Knights, Monkey, Monkey Island. Island. Um, I'm trying to think because there were plenty of games I used to play. The Billy Hatcher. Oh damn. I forgot about Billy Hatcher. I will never forget Billy Hatcher. I never had Billy Hatcher. I have it, so you can play it. I want to play it. It's surprisingly difficult, or maybe I just suck at it. They should bring back Super Monkey Ball. But I feel not like, wasn't there like a new-ish one? Yes, but not like the first two. Okay, I never played any of them, but I always wanted to. Yeah, the first two for the GameCube were really cool because you were a monkey in the ball, and you got to get to the end of the level. And it was tricky and it was fun. But then they started to change the formula and it just wasn't good. Mm. But, so, I have at least three I would like to see. I already mentioned Banjo-Kazooie. They released Banjo-Kazooie as Smash DLC. Mm -hmm. So, Microsoft, you need games besides Halo. You own Banjo-Kazooie. It's your property now. 
make Banjo 3 a thing. I will probably... If they announce Banjo 3, like a, a legit platformer, I would probably actually cry. Like, I would actually cry out of happiness. Because I almost cried when they announced Banjo for Smash. I saw the trailer and I almost choked up. Because, like, Banjo's been dead since, like, 20... 2008. And it was <clears throat> that game where you build vehicles... And they kind of insulted the original fan base. Not because the game was different, but they were just like, they made fun of the fact the game was different. And they were just like, oh, yeah, listen, they actually made Banjo and Kazooie really fat characters in the game. Like, Banjo just stayed in his house and ate pizza all day. So Banjo was, Same. Like, Banjo was like, I, I want pizza. Like, Banjo was physically really, really fat. So when you had to try to collect things, Banjo could barely move. And then this other character came in and it's like, no, 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 listen, you guys are out of shape. We're going to do, like, a new adventure, but none of this collecting platforming stuff because kids nowadays, they don't want to do any of this running and jumping. They only want to shoot things. But I like running and jumping. And I'm like, how dare you? Because I've been waiting for Banjo 3 forever, and now you're basically going to say, no, 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 you don't actually want Banjo 3. You want a, you want a totally new thing. So you want to build motherfucking planes and cars. I'm like... Maybe the game would be fine as a spin-off game, but that's not... You got another one? You can finish. Okay, uh, I'll be quick then. Instead of ranting about Banjo-Kazooie, I want a new Banjo-Kazooie. I want... Uh, what is it? Well, I want Sega to bring back pa a new Panzer Dragoon. So give me Banjo-Kazooie, give me Panzer Dragoon. Nintendo, give me fucking F-Zero. God damn it. Give me a brand new F-Zero on the Switch, like 1080p, 60 frames, it'll look incredible. And you know what's funny? F-Zero GX, the one for the GameCube, guess who made that one? Who? Sega. Sega. Sega made Nintendo's, Nintendo owns F-Zero. But for whatever reason, for the GameCube, they had Sega make F-Zero GX, and it was by far the best one in the series. Sega made a better F-Zero than Nintendo ever did. That's because Sega knows what's up. And Nintendo basically just dropped F-Zero like a sack of bricks. So I want F-Zero, Banjo-Kazooie, um, what did I say, Banjo-Dragoon. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely those three. I could definitely, like rattle off like another couple other things like skies of arcadia would be cool um I'm trying to think is there anything else off the top of my head i would complain about phantom dust but we got the hd remaster a couple years ago so that'll keep me happy for a little bit i do want to see a new fable okay microsoft was working on one called fable legends that was one of the games that made me buy an xbox one but then Microsoft canceled it. Didn't you say there was a rumor that they were going to make another Fable? It's a rumor. Uh, do you know the racing game I played, Forza Horizons? The big open world one where I'm like racing over the like, hills and like... And you like crash into stuff on purpose yeah. and get points. And yeah, I actually like watching you play that. It's very it's, soothing to watch. It's fun. Allegedly, that company might be working on a new Fable. Hasn't been confirmed. Only been a rumor. I hope that's true. So that's, I think, at least five right there. You had something to say, so I'm going to stop and let you finish. My fifth game that I want to see a new game from that series is Lunar. 
Oh my god, yeah. There hasn't been a new game since Lunar Dragon Song on the DS. That was the one that everybody hated, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I love the first game, which I I really want to play each, like, incarnation of the first game, because the story changed a little bit in each one, and characters were added, and, like, things were different. So, like, I think the, like, message sort of shifted as the game changed. So I've played the new, not the newest, I played, um, Silver Star Harmony on the PSP. That was my first experience with Lunar. Yeah. And then I went to Otakon 2013, and one of the, like, dealers in the dealer room was selling old games, and they had the box set of Lunar 2 Eternal Blue complete, including everything, including the pendant. (laughs) And I, like, cried and threw my money at them and bought it. And that game is phenomenal, and I really want them to, like, remake it. Um... I really want them to make a new game for the series. That series deserves so much love and it doesn't have enough. I think the next episode we do, or at some point, we should just do a whole one dedicated on games we would like to see remade. Yes. I guess remasters count as well. But like remasters and remakes because, oh boy, do I have a whole lot. And I'm sure you do too. And uh, let's check the time. Oh, boy. Wow. What? So, you know how I was like, oh, we'll probably just do like 20, 30 minutes because it's a first Because I was one. nervous. And you were a little nervous. I'm like, oh, we'll just, you know, start easy. Um, We are about an hour and 20 minutes in. What? Yep. Um, Yeah. I- I'm sorry. I misread uh, an hour, 13 minutes. Oh, my God. So I zoomed out. Uh, so the beginning here on the left, that's zero. Wow. So I have to cut out a couple seconds. We've been going. Is the bottom one me? The bottom one is you. Am I too quiet? No, it's you're fine. It's the way I set up. The, the microphones are radically different. I That's stuff I can tweak when I'm editing it. So it's, oh, okay. You sound... When I had you do the little test before you recorded, you sound fine. So if I need to do any tweaks, it's small. Okay. Um, yeah, so... I would say that was a pretty productive first episode of whatever we're calling this. So, to summarize, we have no idea what this revolutionary new thing is going to be from Sega. But it could be a console, and it could be a game, or it could be like a merger with like Microsoft? That's my. That would be my prediction. So I guess we'll find out Friday? I believe Friday, yeah. But let's be real, it's going to be an Xbox Series X exclusive from the ground up uh, remake of Sonic Boom. Oh, totally. Uh, With paid DLC, which will give you levels from Sonic 06, Sonic Lost World, and every Sonic game people dislike. To put it in in one big pile. That sounds lovely. Oh man, what if they just have... You know how they had like Sonic Mega Collection... Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection, Sonic Gems Collection. Yes. What if they release for the Xbox Series X as like a day one launch title? Like Sonic's like Sonic's unfortunate collection. <laughs> it was just the one that the, the collection with like 06 boom, like Sonic Labyrinth and like the like Sonic Shuffle. Sonic Shuffle. Oh my god. If they release, oh my god, it's going to be Microsoft announcing Sonic Shuffle 2. No, it's gonna... It's gonna be a remake of Sonic Jam. 
But that would be that would be good though. How would that be good? Isn't wasn't Sonic Jam the Saturn thing with Sonic One, Two, Three in the three D level? You can run that. Um. Wasn't that Sonic Jam? I think so. Because Sonic Jam was cool. I never played it. Sonic... I just kind of was like, why? But you could just play the. Why would you? Because if you had a Saturn, you could play Sonic One, Two, and Three. But it had a thing called, I think, Sonic World. Okay. And you can control Sonic and run around in 3D. So it was almost like a what if, if there was like a 3D game, like a 3D Sonic on Saturn, that was almost like a little tiny taste of what it could have been. Okay. I stand corrected. That could be cool. But then it's going to be a remake of Sonic R. Hey, guess what? What? Can you feel the sunshine? No, because it's nighttime. Geek Region Network.